Welcome to the Discovery Doc Podcast, where we advocate for optimal wellness and reducing everyday toxic loads, no matter where life takes you. I'm Dr. Cece, doctor in nursing practice, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and a crunchy mama. I'm Anna Kate, a medical mystery overachiever and your Discovery Liaison. Join us on this exciting journey as we explore the world of holistic health, cutting-edge research, and practical solutions for a healthier life. Together, we'll navigate through the complexities of wellness, sharing valuable insights, and expert advice. Tune in to the Discovery Doc Podcast. Get ready to be inspired, empowered, and discover a whole new way of looking at your health. Welcome back to the Discovery Doc Podcast. I'm here with your host, Dr. Cece, functional medicine nurse practitioner, self-proclaimed toxin tamer, and crunchy mama, and my sidekick over here. I'm Anna Kate, your medical mystery overachiever and discovery liaison. And today, we're going to discover more about spoopy season. <laughs> so spoopy. I did say spoopy season because we've got little kids. Spoopy. Yeah, we've got little kids, so it's got to be a little spoopy. Okay. So we so don't want to scare them. So the full on spooky. Yeah. I see what So you're as you get older and you want to do the spooky things and the, in the, but for now, yeah, let's go for the spooky season. Spooky. It'll be spooky. We're full of made up words, y'all. You've never heard of spooky season? No. It's like, oh my gosh, should you make it's a thing? Oh, no, it's a thing. It's spooky season, but it's like nice. Yeah. It's like little kid. Did help. y'all know yeah. this? Am I the only one who didn't know this? I can't be the only one. You I'm not with you. You might be. If you've heard okay. of spooky season, let us know. I tell my kids all the time it's good to be weird. It's good to be the outlier. Yeah. I'm the outlier. All the best of us are. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. We are going to talk about Halloween and starting off how the Brooks family does Halloween. Then we'll hear how you guys do Halloween too. But we are, we have a little tradition. And so y'all know I'm crazy. I'm just crazy with ingredients and all the things. But what we do is I don't want to, I always want to create a balance. I don't want to have my kids feel like they're ever missing out on anything or they can't Mm -hmm. partake in anything. And so what we do is we still go trick-or-treating. We go out. Last year, y'all, we'll weigh the bags. I'm not kidding you. When they brought home 10 pounds. Each or total? Of candy. Total. Okay. But there's, it's two of them. That's five pounds of candy each. Like wild. So we still go. We have all the fun. I, on this one time, allow them to pick one thing out of that bag. And usually I try to sift through, like, while we're actually, you know, going trick-or-treating, I allow them to sift through, or I sift through, and I'm like, ooh, this looks like a great choice, you know, so it's a little... It's a box of raisins. <laughs> it's an apple. No, can't do apples anymore. Can't have to wrap. Nope. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I try to pick the best option within that, but I still want them to be like, ooh, this is a treat. I get to eat it because they, they don't ever eat, quote, normal candy. So that happens while we're trick-or-treating, and then we come home. And when we come home, it is part two. And part two is really, really fun. So I order everything ahead of time. I order a huge assortment of Discovery Doc approved or mommy approved candy. Huh? I like Discovery Doc approved. That Some of her favorites are my favorites too. Yes. And I've been needing them for years just as a normal. Because they're good. They're they, they taste real because they're made with real ingredients. 
So I pre-order everything and then I have it waiting at home for the kids. And we play a game and we dump all of the candy that they got on separate sides of the carpet. So Jackson goes on one side, Ava goes on the next side. And when Jane is old enough, she'll be right in the middle and we swap. And so they take like two or three at a time and they bring them to me and I lay all the good stuff out. And then they take two or three from me and we flip flop. Nice. So they end up with the same 10 freaking pounds of candy. (laughs) Just a different version, right? Without all the hyperactivity inducing yes so right without all the processed sugars and synthetic ingredients and synthetic preservatives and food dyes and all of that and my kids are at an age now where they know why they know the reasoning Mm -hmm. behind it which is really cool and we started it from their very first halloween that's what we started so this is what they know you know they're not they were trained (laughs) yes from a young age So I do have a question because I know we're not big on waste. So what happens? So this is, I'm going to be very, very honest about this. My husband is a sugar fanatic and part of it goes in a stash that he eats on his own time. And I yell at him every single year, but I find wrappers every single time. Um, And the rest of which we donate and where I feel really conflicted is like well my family is choosing to swap out this candy for something different and then I almost feel bad giving it away because it's giving away something that my family is almost rejecting so that's a very real thing to feel but everyone's different everyone you know is different in what they want to eat and what they like Mm -hmm. and what they don't like and so I have to kind of switch that thinking and be like well somebody out there loves this stuff and I'd rather them be happy and, and have it but it is a little conflicting of a feeling. I'm not going to lie. And maybe that's the only time that they let themselves have it right. is around Halloween or right. whatever. So exactly. But we always donate it. We give it, we usually give it to the church. So the church has like awesome, just events for kids, yeah. and, you know, where we can, they can just divulge in all of it. Um, but there's also a lot of stuff that local places do with vets and with shipping some of the candy overseas and things like that. So there's plenty to do with access, whether you are trading it out or whether you just have so much. How do you eat it all? Yeah. So, and and that's kind of a part two is that you don't need to let your kid eat it all. Mm -mm. Like we often get, we feel bad, like they accumulate all this candy. And so then it's natural instinct for us to allow our kids to consume a lot of it. And y'all, they don't have to, that is up to you as a parent. So we also set a boundary where, you know, in everyday life, our kids are used to getting a treat a couple of times per week. So it's not a daily thing anyway, where they know, okay, I'm going to have like, this is special. So I'm going to have a couple pieces. That's it. Like we're going to save the rest. We're going to put in our treat box. So we have a treat box where all the rest of the candy goes into. They actually like to keep their separate. Of course. After Halloween. Of course. (laughs) I know whose is whose. Yeah. And then they pick from that treat box for, for months and months and months. I'm not kidding you. Um, as their treat every once in a while, yeah. you know, that they go to. So I think that Halloween has become, it's always been, it's not become this thing where as parents were like, oh, hey, eat everything you can till your belly hurts. Like who made that rule? We don't have to have that rule. We can have a different rule. That's, you know, whatever fits in your house that says, hey, okay, our rule for Halloween is you can pick five, you can pick three, you can pick seven, whatever your number is you know, establish that with your kids and allow them to choose that. And then everything else we are putting away, or maybe we're donating half and keeping the other half. Yeah. But there's, there's, 
we don't have to allow them to eat it all. Mm-mm. And it helps with that self-control and that yeah. you've established those guardrails. They're not limitations. They're just guardrails for your family that they know, although Will is not so one, so much one to follow those, I'll see the those guards. I know, I know he's eating them at night. You go to bed, you put the kids to bed, you go to bed and he's down there watching TV yes. or playing video games, whatever he's doing. Because then I, well, yes, then I come downstairs first before him in the morning and I see three wrappers by, you know, on the side table downstairs or I find them in his car. I'm like, bro, you're not even sneaky. Like you're not even trying to hide it. I know, but I like Reese's. I'm like, okay, then eat these ones. Okay. So I have a story. This is before I became a little more silky than I am now. And I didn't eat them. I gave them as a gift. Um, one of our friends, he, um, we've got best friends and their oldest daughter was born on my 18th birthday. Okay. So we share that. And then she's got a younger sister and a younger brother. Well, he was probably, I don't know, 13 or 14, a couple of years ago. And I got him every single type of Reese's peanut butter cup that they had at like in the store for Christmas. I mean, it was like 20 pounds of Re- just all Reese's cups. He was like, they don't make that many different kinds. And so I wrapped it. You're like, watch me. Yep. So he enjoyed it. It's been a great memory. I think it took him an entire year to eat it all because my dad would put them in the freezer for him. So whenever he'd come over, Trey would go and grab one. And, you know, so I was like, well, watch this. You really like them? They're really frozen. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That and your peppermint patties. Yes. Frozen. Oh, my gosh. Back when I ate those type of things. Yes. Okay. Well, so now because we have made that switch uh, to better things and and um, not less sugar necessarily, but better for you kinds of snacks. Yes. Um, that those and we talked about this in the previous episode too. That traditional stuff starts to taste like plastic. Oh, it totally does. It absolutely does. You can taste the syntheticness mm-hmm. of it, and now it's to the point because I used to dabble. I would be. I was a Skittles fiend when I was younger. Skittles fiend. And so I used to dabble when I was kind of like one foot here, one foot on the other side. And then eventually over time, I was like, this tastes like I can taste the fake mm-hmm. fruitiness. Yep. And then you eat something like Giggles by Yum Earth. Yes. And you're like, wow, like they're this, so good. This tastes like actual food still. And it's not about the sugar content because you're still getting all the sugar. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm very transparent about that. Like, I'm not limiting the sugar on my kids when it comes to things like Halloween candy. Although naturally it does have less sugar, still all the sugar, it's it's the natural ingredients. It's organic ingredients, not all the synthetic stuff. And you can, yeah, to your point, you can totally taste the difference. And an even better story, which I think we said in the episode with Will, but his thing is peanut M&M's. Yes. Peanut M&M's or peanut butter M&M's? Peanut M&M's. Okay. Peanut M&M's. Yes. And he was like, I'm not giving them up. When I was like first going on my rampage slam, I'm not giving them up. And I was like, here, try these. And they're like the peanut ones by by Unreal. And he was like, oh my gosh, I like these better. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Imagine that. Of course you do. So speaking of swaps. Yes. Tell us. We're going to do rapid fire. Okay. Just rapid fire. I have my list. And I will tell you if I've had them or not. um, Or if you haven't heard the company. Yeah. Because there's some good ones out there. So instead of M&M's, my favorite is Unreal's Milk Chocolates or Yum Earth's Cocoa Yums. One that I didn't know of that I actually came across last year was a company company called No Way. And they have Choco Choco No No Minis. 
I know. I've not, I've not had, I've had not had those because I can't say it. What? Probably why I've not eaten it. No, no's, no, no minis. Anyways, great ingredients. Hey, look exactly like M&Ms. Those are all dyed with actual fruit and vegetables. Very fun. Synthetic food dyes. So they still look like it, which makes it fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Reese's. Unreal. Unreal. Yes. Yep. Unreal has dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Y'all, they, they taste better than Reese's because they're actually real. Real. <laughs> they're real. Yeah. But still satisfies that craving for a Reese's. Reese's doesn't even taste right anymore. It doesn't. Mm-mm. It doesn't. Tastes wrong. And there's some portion control because you don't get as many in a bag of the Unreal because it's real as you do of the not as jumbo either yeah all right um, continue skittles yum earth giggles giggles or their sour giggles they're so good they're like the sour they're like sour skittles but better i mean you will make the face exactly um gummies any sort of gummies yum earth does a halloween organic gummy fruit they're in really cute little shapes like little bats and little pumpkins mm-hmm. and everything they're awesome, obviously. You can get Yum Earth stuff at TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout. And Home Goods will have their Halloween bags of candy. So if you want to give them out at your house and put them in your candy bowl, you can totally do that. Oh, yeah. They're starting to become everywhere. We were in St. Thomas a couple I, weeks ago. I saw. If you're not following our, following the doc on Instagram, you should. It was um, so cute. Thing. It was so beautiful. And they have like one local grocery store because we were kind of away from all the touristy stuff. And we walked in and my kids beeline to the Yum Earth. And I was like, what? It's a, it's a movement. Yes. It's a movement. They're like, can we get them? I was like, I was so excited to see it on like, a, you know, in a small convenience mm-hmm. store on St. Thomas Island. And I was like, yeah, of course get them. Why, why not? Why aren't we getting them? Anyways, this is a random one. Yes. Almond Joy, which, oh, sorry. My dad likes Almond So does my mom. What is that? I think it's their generation, generation kind of a thing. But okay. um, Built Bars have a coconut one that's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. So add additional protein. So that's also one that people love to freeze. Yes. I've heard that, but I'm just, I can't get on board with it. Sorry, y'all, I can't. But Unreal has a dark, dark chocolate coconut bar as well. That is wonderful. Obviously, Snickers is a, is a good one too. Unreal. Unreal is a really good spot. Oh my spot. gosh, they're amazing. So if you're wanting that nougat and caramel and peanut That's how and you chocolate. That word. Nougat? Yeah. It's not nugget. Okay, so I read nougat. it as nugget every time. Nougat. So what they call them is caramel, chocolate caramel nougat peanut bars. And I'm like, y'all, just Snickers. <laughs> yeah, they're real. They are really, really good. They, I, as a Snickers love. And that one's a good frozen one too. So I deleted that word. So I was like, I don't know how to say that. So I'm just going to remove it. It's nougat. Oh, it's nugget. Okay. Starburst. Starburst are a big one. Also, not just for Halloween, but at all times. Yum Earth Organic Chewies. They are so good. Mm-hmm. Lovely know? is a good brand. Lovely. Yeah, lovely. Good brand too. Yeah. yeah. There's there's taste. The I like that. I haven't had the well, Yum know. Earth Chews, but I've had the, maybe I have. I like the Lovely though. Yeah. I, they're they're good they're really good um the reason why i like yum earth lollipops for halloween specifically is because they do a variety pack mm-hmm. so they have like a cute little halloween packaging with bats on it and whatever and they're darker chocolate or they're do- darker colors with the lollipop Purple and red exactly. and, yeah so they fit the halloween vibe but there's so many other lollipop brands out there um as well the again biggest thing still all the sugar 
just natural. We're not skipping the sugar. We're not, but just natural organic ingredients without all the preservatives and food dyes and synthetic chemicals. Still let your kids enjoy, but set parameters, set boundaries. You have the options that you are not the uh, old gum house or the raisin house, the box of raisins. She almost pinned me as a raisin house. I, I didn't. You did. Almost. You did. But I didn't. So what do you give? What do you hand out? What's on your doorstep? You see, here's the blessing about living in the country. Nothing. No one comes. No one comes. Yeah. How far I get to get to my doorstep? Ain't nobody coming trick-or-treating at our house. That is, you know, because I thought about that. When we lived in Florida, the last year that we were there was really when I was like diving into this side of things. And I did put out Yum Earth and Unreal and all those candies. Mm-hmm um the variety pack so i just get a couple of variety packs and dump them in a bowl and and that's it but here nada you do live out in the middle of kind of nowhere yeah so it's a blessing but you could bring them to church if you were going to do a trunk or treat yes. what would you so we do do trunk or treat okay. at the kids school and it's it's only stuff that i'll put my money to okay good to know i mean i'm yeah. like if i am so that again the conflicted thing when we receive all this candy I'm not going to throw it in the garbage because I feel better giving it to someone who enjoys those things right. and no judgment there. It's just a Brooks family, you know, preference. Well, everything that I'm saying here, but if I am personally buying things for other people, I'm going to buy right. what I would want. Right. And like I, if I buy candy, it's got to be gluten-free. Like I'm not going to, because I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I can't buy it until like a couple of days before Halloween. Cause otherwise I'm going to be in there snacking <laughs> and I can't, or the other option is that I get things that I can't eat. You know what I found lately that I've been like dying with is, you know, the Thin Mint. No, not the Thin Mint, but they're like the Girl Scout cookies, the chocolate mint ones. Yeah. I found a grain-free version at Sprouts. I've eaten at least a box in the last three days. I'm pregnant, so I'm allowed to do that. Okay. I know. They're so What am I making you good. homemade cookies for? Because you're amazing, but it's like it's the minty chocolateness. I'm just eating cookies every day, I guess. Okay. Apparently, that's what's happening. Apparently. Apparently. Anyways, moving on. Here's a good one. Anna Kate had an awesome idea to talk about face painting. Because you're gonna dress up when you go your kids are gonna want to dress up when you go trick or treating because you they want to look cute during spoopy season. During spoopy season, exactly. <laughs> Here for the booze. <laughs> Not this year, dang it. No, the B-O-O-S. Y'all can see the Not- personality difference here. She's like all cute and here for the booze. And I'm like, oh yeah, like the alcohol? Dang, I can't drink this year. Okay, literally. Please. <laughs> and we're done. We should just stop there. Okay, let's talk, Anyways, about, let's talk about face paint. Face painting, yes. Okay, our skin is our biggest organ, right? So we absorb, that's why we can make medications that absorb through the skin, like hormones, you know, bioidentical hormones, the cream, it absorbs through your skin into your bloodstream. So it is absolutely redonkulous to mm-hmm. think that there are medications out there that can absorb through your bloodstream, but things like lotion or face paint can't mm-hmm. because they can, they absolutely can. So, and I bet that $2 paint cake thing is not filled with really good things for your skin. Agreed. Absolutely agree. I don't know what's in it, but it can't be good for a dollar or two dollars or whatever it is. Yes. And fun fact, the FDA actually classifies face paint within the cosmetic act. So it, it's supposed to be re- regulated as cosmetics are. Do you think it is? 
No, because most cosmetics aren't either. <laughs> exactly. So those regulations, they require that food additive, or I'm sorry, color additives to be FDA approved for specific uses. And under certain substances like blood compounds or whatever cannot be you know, in that product past a certain point. The issue is that companies aren't required to disclose of that information prior to releasing the product. They only, sneaky. Yes, sneaky, sneaky. they only need to disclose it if it becomes a problem to the consumer, meaning we're freaking guinea pigs. That's what that means. So someone has a problem over the years with using a certain cosmetic, and then it's investigated as to why that person has a problem based on a chemical or lead component or whatever it is. It is not researched and studied prior to and then released. That's backwards. Um, backwards. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. D-U-M, dumb. Yes. Also, if you're putting on a face powder, make sure it doesn't have talc in it. Just yes. FYI. 100%. If you didn't know that before, you know that now we're telling you discover that don't don't put talc. <laughs> exactly. So there are, you know, when I go through all the research and stuff about things like this specific, like non-toxic face paint, of course, everything that comes up is, hey, make your own. And y'all, you know, by now I ain't that chick. I'm not, I'm not mixing and matching and making my own face paint. If you are amazing, let us know. Please do. Because that is, I just, I love that about you. It is not me, but I love that about you. So for all of you non-toxic, but convenient needing humans out there, we have a list of some good non-toxic face paints for you. That includes natural face paint kit by Natural Earth Paint. It's literally all that they do. Craft Pros Kid Face Paint Kit. There's another one called Madeer Face Painting Kit, M-A-Y-D-E-A-R. And then there's an Arty Party. You know, I like Arty Party. You know how many times I read that as artsy fartsy? Instead of like totally. Maybe you're artsy fartsy on your Arty Party face paint. Exactly. You're good with words today. I don't know what happened. Anyways, the Artie Party Face Paint Kit is another good one. And then Joyin, J-O-Y-I-N. They have these body crayons. They come in 24 colors, all non-toxic, great ingredients, safe and effective. That's a solid list right there. Um, when it comes to removing the face paint, there's some great alternatives. Soap and water. Yeah, let's, yeah. Soap okay, water. so some don't come off as effectively with soap and water, right? And then there's a laundry list of non-toxic soap you can use, obviously. If normal just soap and warm water does not work, mm -hmm. then grab an oil, whether it's coconut oil, jojoba oil, olive oil, those are probably my top three, and actually apply it to the face first. I mean, just lather it on there. I like, I like oil. I do a double cleanse all the time. So yeah. I like doing... The oil, an oil cleanse. Good. It does. Yeah. And then just take a wet washcloth and wipey. Wipe it off. And yep. magic. It and then you can you can wash again with the facial cleanser as exactly. well. Get the rest of the residue off. off. Yeah. The other option is baby wipes for the win. If you have non-toxic either water wipes or baby wipes, we use diaper D Y P E R um baby wipes, but water wipes that are 99.9%, .9%, you know, just water when they only are fragrance with essential oil. Those are awesome. Use that also. You can use it after the oil or you can try it before the oil to see if that will take it off um, itself. Then you can use good old fashioned makeup remover too. Yeah. That I would say for like really stubborn guys, I don't love using rubbing alcohol. A lot of people will go there. Why would you go there on your face? People do. 
raise don't your do hand that. done that. Don't, 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 don't do that. You put out- past me has done that. Okay. Yes. Sharpie on the face. There is not much that can get it off. Okay. But we no, are put your hand down. We are talking about like college days here. Okay. 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 A little different. Um, but there's a lot of good makeup remover companies that are non-toxic, rooted beauty, be green, be natural organics, organic to green, and rejuva minerals are all awesome options when it comes to makeup remover. So you have a stash, go through the list. Mm-hmm. One of those will work. And it shouldn't be so hard if you're using some of these natural products. Exactly. It should come off with just soap and water. But if you are using other things, could you have it in your arsenal and you do big face paints? And one year I did a like full skull on my face. It was awesome it was awesome i had a girlfriend do it but it was so good yeah it was i can't do it myself but it took a minute to get off but it was fantastic i'm not that much of an artist so that was so cool i love that but yes if you do need it if you're using the natural face paints and all the things it should come off relatively easy if not use what you got again we're not about the waste but make sure when you take it off you're not irritating your skin or your eyes especially for your little ones exactly i'm hot I turned the air down. Did you? I did. I'm hot. Me too. Okay. And if I'm hot, I know that it's a thing. Oh, you're like, okay, am I the only one sweating? So I'm going to let her talk about what to to do after you consume all of that sugar. And I will be, I will be, I will return. Hold on my baby. Um, Okay. So as we were talking before, a great way to avoid that sugar dump is to just monitor how much your kiddos are getting at the end of the day in terms of their candy. So, you know, everybody's going to have their own rules, but my kids, they get a couple pieces and then they go about their business. We don't really have to prep otherwise because we're not giving them enough to have that huge sugar rush and then big dump to follow. But if your rules are different, I absolutely respect that. And there are some things that we can do. You want to, if that is y'all, you want to prep for the day. So you want to focus on nutrient dense foods all day, high protein high good fats. So our avocados, nut butters, fatty fishes, you know, anything like that, MCT oil, olive oil, etc., and colorful fruits and veggies throughout the day. Just plan for that, you know, have a great breakfast, great lunch, great snacks, and then have a dinner. A lot of parents forget that we need to eat dinner because that will help stabilize the blood sugar post all the candy. So that's number one. Number two is hydration. Before you get to hydration, this year, Halloween is on Taco Tuesday. So have tacos, have guacamole, avocado, like all the things. We just named all the things. Yeah. Load them up and then out the door. That's perfect. Look at that. I fancy how that works out. You're welcome. You're welcome. Or two. Anyways, so then hydration is key too. We want to flush out all all that goodness, Mm -hmm. all that sugary goodness. So water, if, if your kid is not a big water drinker, throw some electrolytes in there. It's not about quantity. It is about quality. So the quality of the water that they're drinking with the electrolytes in there, or still, if they're not a big drinker, focus on water-rich foods, watermelon, cucumber, et cetera. But just have that in your brain all day that the more water we drink, we'll flush it out, keep those nutrient dense, colorful foods throughout the day, and they won't have as big of a crash. Um, also afterwards. Everybody wants to go sit on the couch, go for a walk, go for a family walk, 
you have it be a tradition, you know, you eat your candy, you indulge, but then you go and it doesn't have to be a, you know, a four mile walk, walk around the block, walk around the block. It can be a good five, 10, 15, 20, whatever minute walk works for your family, but get up, get moving, or at least let those kids get out, play, get some energy out, um, instead of resist the urge to, to sit on the couch. So maybe after Halloween, the candy consumption can be is that afternoon snack when they get home from school yes. and then they go out and play, they do their homework and then they eat dinner. And then that's it. There's no, there's no candy after dinner. Exactly. And that's a huge point is that I don't know how dessert became a thing, like where we eat all the sugar after dinner, but it's, very, I'm kind of glad it did. It's but... very counterintuitive. It's amazing, but it's very counterintuitive right. to our bodies and how we, and how we operate. So it's a great point. Have that candy earlier in the day and then let them burn that off kind of reset, then have your good dinner. Um, if your kid is not used to eating a lot of sugar, like mine aren't, I usually throw in some digestive enzymes and a good probiotic Mm -hmm. to help break down, you know, that, that intake a little bit further since their little bodies are used to it. My last is setting boundaries that we talked about before. Set your own home's boundaries just because we collect that 10 pounds of candy. It does not mean we need to sit it eat it and all sit or in the same sitting. So just figure out what works for you, for your family, stick to that boundary, stick to that guideline, whatever works for you. And you can donate the rest. You can gift the rest. There's fun, like really cool arts and crafts things that you can do mm-hmm. out of some of it. Um, the, the point is to enjoy, to allow the kiddos to enjoy, but there are always, always better options. Yeah. Discover you can be the change. Okay. Yes, you can, you can put, put things in your, in your basket and hand out and just start there. Yeah, totally agree. That's all I got for you for Halloween. There'll be um, some posts on my Instagram to go along if you guys need a visual of some of the cool swaps out there for around Halloween time or ordering. Um, Let's know what other candy swaps that you've made that your family has, because there's local things that we don't have access to here in Atlanta, um, but there may be something up where you are or something homemade um, that's just not that's what's the what's the word? native to your area that's a fun thing so do that yeah absolutely we love to learn and we love to help other people learn so if there's something that you guys know about please tell us and then we can share it it's not about what i know it's about what we as a community know and and can do for each other so absolutely all right until next time let's let's discover discover together. together hey discover let's discover more find episode link in today's show notes follow us on instagram and tiktok at the discovery doc Connect with us on Facebook at The Discovery Duck. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit our website, thediscoverydoc.com. This podcast is produced by Soulpreneurs Association and powered by soulsoftware.co. Empowering your digital journey with innovative solutions. Content provided in this podcast provides general information and discussions on various topics related to health, wellness, and medical advancements. However, it is essential to understand that the content provided in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The hosts, guests, and contributors are individuals sharing their personal experiences, opinions, and knowledge in their respective fields. While they strive to provide accurate, up-to-date information, medical knowledge is constantly evolving and the information presented in this podcast may not always reflect the most current research and medical guidelines. It is crucial to consult with a qualified healthcare professional or medical expert for specific medical concerns. Never disregard professional 
medical advice or delay seeking medical treatment based on the information presented in this podcast. The Discovery Doc Podcast encourages listeners to use their own judgment and discretion while implementing any suggestions, recommendations, or lifestyle changes discussed in this episode. Each individual's medical situation is unique and may work for one, may not be suitable or safe for another. The podcast hosts, guests, and contributors are not liable for any direct, indirect, consequential, or incidental damages or harm that may arise from listening or acting upon the information provided in this podcast. Listeners are responsible for their own health decisions and should exercise caution and seek professional guidance when necessary. By listening to this podcast, you acknowledge that you have read, understood, and agreed to this medical disclaimer. If you have any questions or concerns about this medical disclaimer, please consult a qualified healthcare professional.